Hello and welcome to From Misfit to Mystic. Get ready for my unfiltered, off-the-cuff, raw and real radio show that puts evolutionary leaders from all over the world into the spotlight. Leaders who have taken themselves from feeling unseen, unworthy and out of place to becoming unapologetic for who they were born to be. I'm your host, Lisa Don Lajoie, and we will be digging into the victorious impact that these powerful change makers give to the world with their purpose, how they monetize their magnificence daily, and how they confidently stepped into co-creating the life of their dreams. Now let's dig into today's episode. Hi friends, this is Lisa Don Lajoie. I'm super excited that you are here with me today on From Misfit to Mystic. I love doing this radio show and I can't wait to get to my guest, David Lyon, an extraordinary and very special person to me, which we will get to in a couple of minutes. I wanted to start the show today with a thought in mind, something for you to think about, a nugget of goal to give you to help you understand what's going on in the current state of energetic affairs right now. We have a lot of things going on, on the in the galaxy right now in the universal plane. There's a ton of astrological components which are hitting us very deeply and completely. Pluto has gone into forward motion from being in retrograde, which was really about transformation. So, and about really understanding our own destructive dynamics inside of who we are as people. And I wanted to highlight this because if you look around the world right now and you think about the last month or so, hasn't it become ever transparent how we as people are more and more comfortable with dark forces, with negativity, with exposing the shadows of things in a global fashion, but focusing on it without even actually showcasing that what's happening in the world is not okay. What's happening in the world and us getting comfortable with the darkness that lives inside the world and the things that are happening in around the globe, technically, are not okay. And I'm here to challenge you this week um, to think bigger, to think wider, to look at your life and ask yourself questions like, are we going backwards? Are we going backwards in time? Because the energy of Pluto that was in retrograde that has gone forward in motion now has really challenged us as a, a global citizens, as a, a species, to look at how we've been dealing with the deepest core of who we are, individually and globally, and to show who we are from this other point of view. The opportunity is to face the darkness. The opportunity is to face where we're unenlightened and to become more enlightened. So I wanted to challenge you this week to really look at what are you doing in your world that's supporting or non-supporting you living in the light, the light of who you are, facing your own dark shadows, and what are you doing to transmute them and transform them? Because what you accept and don't accept within yourself, what you challenge yourself to become is what you'll challenge the world around you to become as well. The more of us that are living in the light, that are living in the understanding that, yes, we all have a shadow side. Yes, we all have parts and pieces of us that are not so pretty or beautiful. And it's being very clearly exposed in the world that we are really going backwards. The way we're, you know, women are talked about today, the things that are going on in the government in different areas of the world, the violence, the, the deeper challenges that are occurring for us as global citizens are really being showcased. The opportunity we have is to go inward and clean ourselves up so we can clean the world around us up. And that's my challenge for you this week. How do you do that? Take the time to really look at how you feel, what your beliefs are. Are your beliefs in alignment with the highest vision of humanity? And if they're not, how can you change them and what can you change about them to align with the highest potential vision and version of humanity? There you have it. I hope you mull that over. Give yourself a chance to dig into that idea, to transmute your thoughts, your beliefs, and your internal system, and get out of opinions and into change, and to get out of opinions and get into creating a movement of light so that others can follow you and that you can be an inspiration to the world around you. 
big or small. Now, the exciting part of this week's show, a beautiful and dear and absolutely impeccable friend, David Lyon, who I'm gifted to know and love, who is extraordinary in his spiritual talents, his hypnotic talents, and his magician talents is with us today. We're going to have an amazing conversation. I can't wait to introduce you to my <laughs> really special guest. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about him right now. David Lyon is a gifted young man in whose specialty is helping people find their way and reconnect to their soul essence. He specializes in helping purpose-driven people who are willing to make changes in their lives by helping them become clear on their blockages and by tapping them more deeply into the deepest desires, truth, and power, and potential. He spent a good portion of his life dedicated to the arts, magic, and hypnosis, passionate about inspiring others, and demonstrating the impossible. At this time, his only desire was to make people feel good and inspire possibility. Little did he expect magic would take him on a journey that would awaken secret gifts inside of him that we and he never thought possible. After nearly four years of intensive and rigorous training, David became the evolutionary student into master, rediscovering the abilities that he had had as a child, but that he had long forgotten about. He simply called this discovering magic. At that moment, it became clear to him that his highest purpose was to reconnect others to their magic and to make magic normal again, like he believes it was in ancient time. Through his mastery of the mind and expertise, his mentor, David, has already awakened and reignited thousands of souls, both synchronistically and through the way in which he creates his living. However, what brings us here to these words is that he has recently been feeling himself very strongly called to step out of the underground world and take his teachings to the masses. In this new chapter of David's life, he wishes not only to help the spirituality open from a global perspective, to bring more people into synchronization of their souls, their selves, and their abilities, and to help mentor the current and future spiritual teachers and leaders of the world with the hopes of ushering a new age of spirituality, one where magic is natural and happiness is more common, all through sharing the wisdom and messages he's been receiving of the new wave to come. All right, everybody, here we go. One of my favorite lions in the world is on my show with me. David, how's it going? I'm so excited that you're here with me today. It's going amazing. It's going great. How about you? How are you feeling? Things are pretty good. I'm very, very excited to have you here. I'm super excited to share your absolute genius with the audience that I have and to tell everybody how amazing you are and to share what you're up to, where you've been, where you're going, how you got there. I'm super yeah. stoked to, to have this conversation with you. Yeah. You know, how, you know, right? You know how much I love you. I do. And I love you too. So I'm, I'm super yeah. excited. I don't know what to expect. And that's my favorite part. Right. So, you know, the show is all about really, you know, going from misfit to mystic and being a misfit is really, you know, trying to find a place in the world where you fit and not being able to find it. Right. And, you know, my idea of becoming a mystic and how people have gone from that feeling of I don't know where I belong and who I am and what I'm supposed to do into this mystic transcendent human being who's doing and living at that highest level of purpose is the whole conversation around the show. And, and I know we've had so many beautiful conversations about that. And you've helped thousands of people also reach that place of awareness in themselves too. So, you know, I think I want to really start with what happened to you? Like, how did you end up being the genius that you are today? Oh, man. That's, mm, I know. That's a um, well, I guess just to give a, a little context to my story, you know, like as far as like the misfit goes, you know, um, I, I grew up in a Jewish family where I was, you know, I went to in elementary school. I was in a private Jewish school where I was the only wow. black in the school. And what? you're you're black. What? I, I know it's a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and at that time, 
you know, I didn't realize I was black. I didn't realize I was a different color than the other people because, you know, I just, you know, I felt welcome. There was no racism or anything like that there. It wasn't until I went to high school where I went to a predominantly black high school that I realized I wasn't like the other black kids. And I started to feel like I didn't fit in, you know, and because I was different, you know, I got bullied a lot, like lots of psychological bullying, physical bullying. Wow. Um, And so that was definitely like the the starting point of me feeling like a misfit. And, um, and as far as, I mean, of course, there's like a lot of story to it, but as far as it leading to my genius, I think it was just my devotion to like always wanting to find a way and, and how to connect with people and just trying to find that thing that made me special that I could share with others. Right. Well, I could say I, it's very obvious today that you expose what's special about you with everyone that you meet. You're quite, you know, you're quite extraordinary. And the things that you do are very, very interesting. Um, what I'm curious about, like, because I, I love the story. I didn't really know that part about your story. So I'm excited to, to you know, kind of tap on that a little bit and say, you know, how was that to go from, you know, seeing where, you know, I really didn't fit in at all. And I don't know who I am. And to finding, you know, uh, your gift into magic, into hip- hypnosis, into like, what happened? Like, how did you like flow into this whole thing? Yeah, great question. Um, so, you know, it was around when I was 16. That's when I really started to, between the ages of 14 and 16, like the beginning of high school, that's when I was really looking for, like, what made me special? Like, what was my thing? You know, because around me, I had all kinds of people that were cool. And, like, you know, there was the basketball players and the rappers. And, and it seemed like everyone who had a thing was accepted and was popular and had friends, you know. So, um, you know, so I tried. I was, I was... You know, I was constantly, you know, I tried being a basketball player. I tried rapping. I tried dancing. And, you know, it's like I was I was all right. I was good. But none of it was like my thing. And I'll never forget. It was around when I was 16 years old. I just kind of got to this point where I had tried so many things that, you know, and failed or just didn't find the thing that clicked that I was just like, well, you know, maybe I'm not good at anything. You know, maybe that's just, just not meant. And I remember vividly. 16 years old, I was in the basement of my house, kind of down and out. And then out of nowhere, um, my mom was just like, David, David, you have to turn on the TV. There's this new magician on TV you have to see. Wow. And, and I was just like, oh, I don't want to see him. He's probably just going to try and copy David Copperfield. And, and she's like, no, you don't understand. He, he, does, he does street magic. It's a whole new kind of magic. And I was like, what? Wow. Street magic, you know? And I just remember turning on the TV and seeing David Blaine on TV and he was, you know, performing for Tyra Banks and these strangers in the street. And it was just this instant, just like, that's what I want to do. That's the thing, you know, cause it was, a, it, it was just the way in which he was able to connect with anyone he wanted to and make people feel good. That really spoke to my heart. Cause that was the thing that I was looking for was like a way, how do I bridge the gap between me and others, you know, me and women. Mm. And so that was it. That was like the I, the moment my life started in a sense, you know, where right. um, from that point, um, you know, I pursued becoming a magician, which happened all very synchronistically. It, it was kind of like as soon as I decided inside me that that's what I'm going to do, life unfolded things for me in such a way that made it easy for me kind of thing. Amazing. And you know what I love about this whole conversation at this point? It's just like I didn't fit in. I didn't know how to connect. And I was inspired for something I saw because I really wanted to connect with people. Yes. And, you know, like how that, how you were seeking a solution and you found a solution just from your desire to connect with them and feeling like you weren't, you know what I mean? It already started, your transformations already started just from desire, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, right. cause it wasn't like I was, it's not like I was looking for my career or my purpose at that point. No. I just, right. I just really wanted to connect with others. I wanted friends, you know? Exactly. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, and so you know, so so that's what happened. I learned magic. Um, I spent probably a good four or five years never performing for anyone, and just you know, just performing in front of the mirror and practicing, and just you know, I just really liked the craft and I got really good at it. But then the next step was okay, I have to perform for people, and yeah. and so like I said, four or five years at this point. Um, I'm in college. I just started Dawson College. And now I really had no friends. Because in high school, like, I had my, you know, I had my my nerdy friends. Is, is what I call it. You know, we, we played Pokemon yeah. and that kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you you know? played Pokemon? What? 
Hell yeah. <laughs> and um, and in college, like I, you know, I, it was a new school. I didn't know anyone at all. And I remember vividly every single day after school, I would walk down from class, and there's an area um, uh, called Conrad's. It's like the atrium cafeteria area in the school. Yeah. Every day I would walk down and I would look over and I would see the cool kids and the basketball players and the girls. And I would right. just, every day I would think, I'm like, if only they would give me a chance. If only oh. they would just, just, just say something. I know we could be yeah. friends. You know, and I was just trying to build up that courage to go and perform for them. And, and I was just terrified. And every single day I was just like, yeah. tomorrow. I kept saying tomorrow, every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my knees would shake. So I would go back home. I would practice more. And I literally repeated that cycle for a whole semester. You know, wow. which I, I think is about like four months or something like yeah, that. Yeah, three, four months. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And, and then when the next semester started, I, that's when I realized that I'm living in a hamster wheel. You know, and, and I just got to this point where the pain of living that hamster wheel was not worth um, taking a chance on what really means something to me. Right. And so, you know, so I, I was still scared, you know, same routine, walking down the stairs, looking into cafeteria, seeing the cool people. My knees were shaking. I was terrified. The fear didn't go away, but, I, but wow. it was that moment that I'm just like, I'm going to go for it. Because my biggest fear was... I didn't want to be known as the guy who wanted to be a magician. Right. Right. That, that was, right. so, you know, I'd been practicing this for five years. I'm like, if I fail, you know, I'd, I've already been bullied. I've already been rejected. I can't take another one. Oh. What about, like, Incredible. So I went up, I thought to myself, I'm like, you know what, maybe I'm going to start small. And I had walked up to these, these two black women and, um, you know, they were the ones who I felt most comfortable with. And I went up to them I'm like, Hey, do you have, you know, I want to show you something interesting. Do you have a $5 bill I could borrow by any chance? <laughs> I guess I wasn't the most threatening person in the world. So for whatever reason, they gave it to me. Right. And, you know, what I didn't realize, though, is that as soon as I took their bill and I started to kind of like roll up my sleeves and show my hands empty, that everyone else would notice that I'm performing something. So yeah. all of a sudden, my performance of two people turned into everyone in the cafeteria which was a good like 50 people surrounding Incredible. me watching me and i was just like this is it it's do or die amazing and, and i went ahead i did it i folded up the five dollar bill i turned it into a hundred dollars and the whole school just went into this uproar of just like no way and people running Incredible. out of and it was it was so powerful that this dawson actually thought there was another school shooting which was you know, which is a sad thing, but but because the options were so big and people running out, security called a SWAT team in. And, <laughs> and they found lionism. They found lionism. That was it, you know, because I was continuing to perform and all of a sudden, like, SWAT team wow. runs in and I'm holding wow. it back cards. And I'm just looking around and I realized that this is all because of me. And I was just like, wow, cool. I just found my thing. Well, you know what? That's an incredible story. That's amazing. And what I love, I want to highlight, because I think it's super important for people to grab, is the vulnerability. Okay, first of all, I just want them to give me a chance. Mm-hmm. The, the stages of you realizing, you know, I have to get them to give me a chance. The vulnerability in that, the, the intensity inside that you experience, you know, knowing that you have something, you want to connect, you like people, you know who you are, you've, you're experiencing this depth and this emotion and you're like, I'm doing it. I'm just doing it. And the act of vulnerability and courage from one point to the next point to the next point is mind blowing. I would love you to tell people that are listening to us have this conversation. I would love for you to tell them how you mastered the vulnerability. What happened inside? What was the trigger switch? What was that true switch that went click? I'm doing this. That's it. Um, it, it. As far as like going and actually performing for people? Yeah. And going from, I just want them to give me a chance. To, I'm taking a chance. Because that's what you did. You know? It, it was realizing that nothing was going to change unless I do. Oh, powerful. Wow. That was it. It was, you know, because like I said, I was I was caught in that hamster wheel of every single day living the exact same life. It was like mm-hmm. it was it became excruciating, you know. So I feel like when you get to that point where you're where your pain when the pain of, of keeping your circumstances the same is, is much greater than the pain of taking a chance, 
it, it does something to you. So I, I knew I knew it was me. It was up to me to to just have to do something. I had to have the strength to live my truth. You needed a solution. Yeah, I had to. I had to change. You had yeah. to have a solution. You didn't want to stay that way. That's incredible. And so many people feel that way. I know you Absolutely. work with thousands of them. Me too. We work. We work with those people who just feel like I just need someone to give me a chance. I just need somebody to believe in me. You know what I mean? In this encounter, magic believed in you and you believed in magic and you believed in yourself without recognizing what would actually happen. You believed in a magician, a magician you saw on TV. He sparked a, a frequency inside you that opened you up. And from that belief and then feeling so connected to what he was doing, you found your own. And from finding your own, you said, I have to live this. You know, that that's so important for people that are listening to know that this is where it all starts going from that mystic to that mystic, it all starts with these moments of grace that we grab and we hold and we, and then we, we hold them in our hand. And we go, this is real. What I'm feeling. This is my connection to my truth. Who I am to have like how it can connect with whatever happens. Right. That's, that's it. it. That's it. You know, cause it's like, yeah. it gets to a point where like that, that question of like, you don't want to live in regret. You know, you don't have I, like, I kept, I'm like, well, what if I just did it? What if, what if it was like, I was constantly in what if, and it's like, I just, I had to dive in. I had to see. And the result of that was not only that like huge reaction, but you know, I got everything I wished for and more, you know, like right away, right after there was this guy wow. who looked at me, he was just like, it's like, Oh, you go to school here. And he befriended me. And there was a few people who wanted to chill with yeah. me. And I got yeah. my super hot girlfriend out of it kind of thing. <laughs> That's so important. <laughs> You know, from going someone from someone who was I literally from that moment I went from being the most invisible person in school to the most popular guy in school overnight. Incredible! Wow. You know, so it really. So just one decision, one decision. One decision. I'm doing it. One risk take. Boom! Your whole life changed. Amazing. Everything and and it changed my life forevermore. You know, it was like that's what put me to where I am today. You know, so it's like let's talk about that. Yeah, sure. Tell me, I want to know about your Drake story. Oh, um, what happened? How did this happen? You and Drake, a Drake, what's going on? So, I'll give a little context before I get to the Drake. Um, awesome. So, here's the something. Yeah, <laughs> something interesting that happened was so after I became the most popular guy, so I was still driven by insecurity, you know. Okay. And so what happened was now that I was being accepted by, you know, tribe, I saw it as my opportunity to finally fit in and finally be like them, you know, whereas, oh, wow. right. So I believed mm. that the real me wasn't good enough. So I rejected him, the soft, sensitive, playful me. And I started to become more macho and yo-yo and arrogant and act like them. And so it's like, that's where I went from like one extreme of my ego to the other extreme. Mm. And and, you know, and it served its purpose. I had a lot of great time and fun in my life. I built up my YouTube channel. I, got, I started getting booked for magic gigs and, and all that kind of good stuff. And what ended up happening is, you know, all I wanted at that time, since I was inspired by David Blaine, is I just wanted to be famous. I wanted to have my own TV mm. special. Um, mm. I wanted to blow people away. And it was also driven a lot by, like, wanting recognition and wanting to be loved and accepted and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happened is at a certain point, um i was building my youtube channel and whatnot and then i was listening to drake with my friend o'neill at the time Mm -hmm. and it was a song called closer to my dreams Mm. and it spoke so true to my heart everything that he was expressing and i remember saying to myself in that moment i would love to meet him and just thank and just thank him for inspiring me so much and in that moment i had a flash i just had this flash that told me to make a demo video out of all my magic videos, make like a montage, which, you know, seemed completely disconnected from my Drake thing, but that was the way inspiration came through, you know? Yeah. So, so I acted on the inspiration. I put out uh, a demo video that went viral. It got onto certain websites like World Star and all these things, and eventually led to me getting invited to perform on City TV in Toronto on Christmas Eve. So it was my first television performance. Amazing. I did that, performed on TV, I killed it, blew them away. And then magically, this guy somehow calls me. And I say magically because to this day, I don't know how he got my number. (laughs) And he calls me and he's just like, hey, I just saw you on TV. You did phenomenal. How would you like to perform for Drake on Boxing Day? And I was just like, what? What? 
<laughs> like, yes, yes, I want to do it. Yes. Oh, yeah. And it was an event that he was at where there was going to be no fans, no groupies. It was just like a celebrity event with like industry people. And, um, and, and that's how it happened. You know, I went, I got to perform for Drake and other celebrities and got, I got it on video. He gave me a shout out that's on my YouTube channel. And it was, it was absolutely a dream come true. Wow. And it was also one of the biggest, it led me to one of the most biggest spiritual awakenings of my life because I thought after performing for Drake and getting it on video and accomplishing what I saw as my highest dreams that now my life was going to change forever. I was going to be fulfilled. Everyone's going to want me. My phone's going to ring. And, you know, that void inside me will finally be filled was basically what I was thinking. Right. And the next day rolled around and it was just another day. It was, you know, my phone wasn't ringing anymore. The hype had died down and I felt empty, more empty than I had ever felt in my life because it's like I finally achieved and nothing still. Yeah. And, um, and that's when I asked myself a very important question that changed my life where I said, mm. what is it I'm not seeing? You know, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's pause right there. What is it I'm not seeing? What is it I'm not seeing? Because everything wow. I'm doing, everything I'm doing, I'm accomplishing. You know, everything I put my mind to, I accomplished. I wanted to become a magician. I did it. I wanted to get on TV. I did it. I wanted to perform for my favorite celebrity. I did it. I could do anything. But there must be something I'm not seeing. What am I not seeing? Wow. That was the question. So that you took your pain. You took this pain. You took this kind of loneliness. You really, like, felt it, experienced it. You allowed it, obviously, because it was happening to, un to hear it and mm -hmm. embrace it, which is critical for people to actually understand that's how transformation really begins, which is something now you've talked about in each of the experiences you've shared is you were willing to listen to the unease you had inside, yeah. to the stirring of discomfort that you experienced inside, which yeah. is so powerful, just palpably powerful to know that so many people out there are experiencing this discomfort. And they don't know what to do. They don't know what to ask. They don't know what to say to themselves. Yes. So they just keep doing the same thing. And they keep going out and going to their jobs and doing their thing. And this discomfort just grows and grows and grows until we have misery and dis-ease and depression. And, you know, it's like on and on. We look at the world today and we're like people chasing comfort for their discomfort with all the wrong remedies. That's it. Here you are. Asking the most valuable and powerful question I think I've heard in so long. <laughs> I, you know, definitely ask in different ways. What am I not seeing? What am I like, not seeing? That was, that was the life-changing question that literally transformed life. Yeah. And you know, it's, I know from knowing you that that's something you do. I mean, you do it with me when we have really good conversations about what's going on. I know you do that in your life. It's so valuable. It's so, so I want like my audience, can you write that down, please? You need That's to write true. that down and keep that in your pocket when you don't feel good, when you're not sure what's going on, when you feel uncomfortable, when, you're, when your worth is not working, when you're in the wrong relationship. What am I not seeing? Keep it, carry it, put it on your phone, put it as yes. an alert. <laughs> you know, like yes. that's a keeper. That is such an important question. Oh, yeah. You know, Amazing. It, just, it just opens you up. And, and it's like, because you, you don't know what you don't know, right? You know, yeah. and it's so you just when you kind of get to this point where you've tried everything and nothing's working, and you and mm. given your all, it's like, what more can I ask other than well, what am I not seeing? You kind of have to humble yourself. Yeah. yeah. So what happened after you you sat with yourself and just faced the discomfort that you had inside? Well, so I I, it, I feel like it was pretty immediate. Like I feel like life the universe answered right away. And I, it's like, I don't remember the full unfolding because it all happened very quickly. Okay. But asking that question of like, what am I not seeing is what put me on the path to discovering like spiritual teachings. You know, I started to like, ancient Egyptian teachings started to fall into my lap and I started to learn mm -hmm. more about, you know, deeper teachings of like the law of attraction and oneness and all that kind of stuff. So yep. it's, it's like I was starting to build now my spiritual foundation and understanding the laws of the universe. and. Okay. You know, and what ended up happening is, you know, after about a year of spiritual studies, um, you know, so at, at this point, I was still kind of looking for fulfillment. 
um, I ended up meeting someone who had become one of my first mentors. And the short version of the story is basically like after, you know, after I had gone to see him because I heard he was a healer and my girlfriend at the time needed healing. That's what she was looking for. I didn't even know if I believed in energy healing or all this stuff. Yeah. But I, I, yeah. I was just wanting to help, you know. Mm -hmm. And through that experience, you know, I, I, I witnessed things that I didn't think were possible, you know, as far as like, you know, energy healing and, and channeling and psychic ability. And so it definitely opened my eyes. But I was just like, cool, you know, thank you for helping my girlfriend. You know, here's your money. And I was about to leave. And just as I was about to leave the session, he closed his eyes and he turned to me and he's just like, we have information for you. And I was just like, who, who the F is weird? You know, like it's, just, it's just me and you in here kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And uh, he was just like, he just did this channeling where he's just like, you think you're this macho, impressive magician who's a celebrity who gets girls and na 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 na, but really yeah. the real you is, is soft and sensitive and meant to help people and has unique gifts and abilities. And, mm -hmm. and it's like, while I didn't know what he was talking about as far as abilities went at that time, mm -hmm. what he gave me in that moment was resonance because he gave me this distinction between who I thought I was and who I truly was. Yeah. Yep. Whereas before that point, I thought it was all one thing, you know, and I yeah. actually forgot a lot about who I truly was. Mm -hmm. And so what it was this path, this idea that the sooner I let go of who I think I need to be, the sooner mm -hmm. I become more of who I truly am. Mm -hmm. And that's what put me on the path of fulfillment. That's why I, I, I really started to feel fun, fulfillment unravel within me. Mm, how exciting. Yes. So I want to hear a little bit more about how you found real magic. <laughs> that is. Yeah. That is. Oh, man. I don't know if I've ever told this story publicly. Um, maybe once, but um, so this mentor ended up, ended up taking me under his wing. Um, you know, he taught me a lot about, he taught me it was possible to release insecurities, to balance your ego, to, you know, these yeah. pain pills. You know, I thought you just, that's just stuff that you have to live with. If you have insecurities, yeah. you just, you got to deal with it. You ignore it. So he showed me a lot of possibility in terms of being able to release these things and balance myself out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. After about a year of working with him and, you know, getting to a more balanced place and less egotistical and just, you know, more humbled out, um, he had invited me into his energy classes and this is where, you know, he, he served as a catalyst to reawakening or helping me remember these gifts that I have of being able to communicate with spirit guides and read energy and, you know, all that cool, real magic, psychic stuff, you know? And, um, but what was interesting with that is that, you know, so he was a great inspiration in me discovering my gifts, but all I knew at that point was what he taught me. You know, I only knew the tools and techniques and the modalities he taught me, and I didn't have any way of going beyond, you know. Okay. And so, you know, so what he taught me inspired me to share it with others because what I most love about psychic ability is that it, it makes you a more compassionate person. It makes you a more playful person, you know, because that's a big part of at least how I access my gifts. And, um, and so I had gotten to this point where I, I just asked myself the question, um, I was at a stage in my life where I was mentoring mentors. I was showing psychologists and therapists and life coaches how to access their gifts and their guides and all that kind of stuff. And I had gotten to this plateau where I just asked myself, I'm like, if he never came into my life, how would I have discovered this on my own? Mm, good question. Another one of those powerful questions. Yes. You know, because it's like, because yes. I, I, it didn't make sense to me to be like, oh, you know, he's the only way kind of thing, yeah. right? So yeah. I asked myself that question. I'm like, how, you know, how would I do it? And again, just holding that question and asking the universe, it is what unfolded to me, just having a moment one day where I was at my country house with my girlfriend at the time. And I just had this deep meditation experience where at that point in my life, um, a lot of people were saying that I was too serious, you know, that I had a very like serious quality to me that was just didn't seem natural. And I had gone into this deep meditation. And in the meditation, it's, I saw my playful side. And, oh, wow. I, mm -hmm. and I'm summarizing here, but it's like I saw my, my playful side. And that aspect of me was doing all kinds of magical things in the air. And I was just like, I'm like, hey, I'm like, who are you? You know, and, and 
he and he basically turned into this ball of magic and he was just like he's like i'm your magic he's like remember when you wow. were and you know we used to play that the floor was lava and you used to create your dreams and you'd play all these like you know i was the one to create the, that world for you mm. and and so it was in that moment that you know i reconnected with my magic and all my original gifts came back online that i had as a kid that i had long forgotten about and oh my God. and suddenly i was able to do, to you know to do things that went way beyond what i was originally taught so this is the thing right you guys can't see me but i have the biggest grin on my face because that's the whole point yes. we forgot who we are yes and through your you know your story how you just never stopped and you still don't because i i you know that's who you are yeah. uh looking for your soul looking for who you are looking for true essence looking for excitement looking for real magic looking yes. for inspiration and you know doing whatever like many different modalities that you practice and letting it come up and letting it reactivate letting letting it realign reignite inside you because of your open-mindedness which yes. is another checkpoint for people when we're open and we let we understand that the universe has limitless potential to give us the same gift. You know, it doesn't have to be one thing or one person or one partner or, or one business contact or one type of clientele or, you know, whatever you're seeking for in your life, right? It's There's so many ways that the creator, the universe will say, hey, and being open that way, look what you discovered. I mean, just you alone, one storyline. Look yeah. at all the incredible things you discovered from just being open and saying, okay, like what else would there have happened? What other possibilities are there? What else is there? You know, and then finding yourself again through that questioning and just that probing and allowing yourself, which is another key for me that you're talking about meditation, just going inward and taking a minute to ask a question to yourself, to the creator, to the universe, to all of you. And from that, being open, willing, humble enough to just say, I'm open, I'm at your vulnerability, I'm right here, show me more. Exactly. And, right? And that, like, mind-blowing results. And But they would be mind-blowing for many people because, I mean, you do this for a living. You know, you help people do that. So you know the results you get from just, you're, you know, the, you're the catalyst that helps them stop for a second and ask that question. That's it. You know? But Wow. Like, wow, how wonderful and how easy it is to just do it. Like, it's just about asking, being it's, open to receiving, allowing space. Absolutely. Right? And you know, it definitely yeah. helped that I saw the possibility of it and that I knew it yes. was real. And so I had that deep knowing inside me. Mm. And, you know, so that definitely played a role as well. Um, and yeah, but that, that's what it is. It was definitely the openness and just that passionate desire to, to unravel more of the gift that I am. You know, it's mm -hmm. like I, just, I knew there was magic and I knew I could do yeah. so much with it. So it's like, I feel like all those variables played role to it. Incredible. So I want to pick your brain a bit because I think it's so important for people to understand how amazing you are and how you see that and believe uh, that everyone has magic. Yes, 100%. Why is that? Why is that? Um, <laughs> it's a good question because there's nothing logical to me. You know, yeah. it, it's, it's for me, it's just what I see. You know, it's like I'm, I'm not different. You know, I, I'm unique, just like you're unique. Mm -hmm. But, you know, for me, your, your, your magical gifts, your divine gifts are your birthright. You know, so oh, beautiful. You know, that it, it's, yeah, for me, it's it, like I said, it's nothing logical. It's just an obvious thing that, of course, you have magic in you. Of course, you're awesome. Of course, you're way more special than you realize. You know, right. let me show you just how magical you are. You know, and I, mm. and I that just, you know, all it takes is once one person to see it in you for it to be ignited. What I love, too, is if we talk about the beginning of your story and how you didn't feel like that. Mm -hmm. You didn't feel that way. And nobody was acknowledging that you were special or unique because they were basically ignoring you and, you know, you weren't making connections with people the way that you wanted to. And from finding your own magic through this show and seeing and being inspired by somebody else sharing their magic, because it's not the, ma the magician, it's the magic about him being himself that inspired you. That was actually a huge piece. That was actually, what? yeah, I'm happy you said that. Yeah, because as a kid, I always knew that I was here for a reason. Yes. I, 
you know, I had that sensation, like I feel like a lot of us do, not just even yeah. most kids, but it's like, I know I'm here for a bigger reason, but I didn't know yeah. what. Mm -hmm. uh, but a big transition for me was, you know, because when I first became a magician, when I first became a hypnotist and mentalist and all these things, I placed my value in that, you know, like, because yeah. I'm a magician, I'm something, but without magic, I'm nothing. Yes. You know, and so, so that was another layer of growth, you know, whereas now it was realizing the magic of myself, you know, beyond my gifts, beyond my skills and talents, you know, and, and that was the transition that I was stepping into as I was discovering my innate gifts and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, as you know, everybody on the show here listening, I adore David. Um, he's like a very special person to me. Um, and I want to highlight something that I think is very, very magical about you. And thank you for sharing your stories and the vulnerability in your stories because they're very important. And also like just a checkpoint that people are afraid, you know, they're afraid of asking these questions, but these questions open up the magic of who they are. They open up to all the possibilities and there's not necessarily one possibility. We, we have this social framework that says there's one thing, there's one thing, there's one thing, there's one ideal client, there's one way you should live, there's one thing you have to do, you're either this or that. And it's not true. None of it's true. There's such a variety of who we are as people. There's such a variety of elements and ingredients that make us who we are, including our divine experience and our essence and, you know, the secret ingredients to our magnificence and our magic and our intuition, um, you know. And when I think of you, one of my favorite things, because I'm more of the uh, A-type controller, and you're more <laughs> of the A-type slower, you know? Yes. And sometimes we'll talk, and you will just pull me back and say, Lisa, what happened to the excitement? <laughs> like, yeah. Are you happy about what you're doing right now? And you bring me back to a place inside myself that's so important. And I, one of these highlights about you that I want to talk about is how you do this. Like you, and you, we have conversations and you'll say like, I'm just going to flow. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean you're going to flow? What's the plan? And you're like, no, I'm going to flow. <laughs> and, and through the flow, I'm going to live in that synchronicity of me, earth, the universe. And we're just going to hang and see what happens. And I think there's magic in how you do that and live that. And I also think, there's a way that you're thinking and experiencing that could help people if we can kind of pull it apart a bit, pause and pull it apart a little bit. Absolutely. Let's talk about that. Yeah, mm. definitely. And, and, and thank mm. you for the question too. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, so yeah, I, I, I live my, one of the unique things about me and that I, that I even take pride in that I love is I live mm. my entire life through flow and synchronicity. Mm. And, sorry. Uh, got a truck okay. outside. Oh, there we go. We're good. Um, yeah, I live my entire life through flow and synchronicity. You know, which means I don't really set goals. I don't plan for things. I don't strategize. You know, I you know, and everything I've accomplished in my life, from becoming a magician to a hypnotist to the success I have, has all been through that flow. And I realized that where I learned this was when I became a magician by accident, mm. because yeah. you know. Here I am, a 20-year-old kid performing magic, and all of a sudden, by living through excitement and adventure and passion, which is what I was doing at that time, I wasn't thinking about work or business or any of that mm -hmm. stuff. I, I mm -hmm. just wanted to have fun. But by following the flow of excitement, all these doors unexpectedly opened to me. You know, so people, hey, people wanted to pay me. I would get me and my boys into parties that, that they thought were impossible. You know, mm -hmm. I would you know, get women that my boys thought were, were impossible or whatever the case, you know, whatever, whatever the truth yeah. of it was, you know, it was just mm -hmm. that, you know, I had no money at that time, but yet yeah. I was living so wealthy. And, and so what I learned was that it had everything to do with the way I approached life. You know, mm. it had everything to do with my willingness to dance with life, my willingness to follow that of excitement, of adventure, creativity. And I noticed that whenever I wasn't doing that, I just, I realized there was a contrast between, you know, when I would work my ass off versus when I would excite my ass off or passion my ass off. Mm -hmm. any, anytime I went into the, you know, the nine to five mode or doing what I thought I had to do versus yeah. what it really felt like doing, I would meet a lot of resistance and struggle and my soul would get drained. And, um, and there was just, a, there was just a clear moment for me where I remember I was working at a Starbucks and 
um, I was handing out a coffee one day and this woman was like, hey, aren't you that guy who used to be a magician? Out. And I was just like, oh. And I was like, I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I, I still do magic. And she's like, oh, well, your, your stuff is really good. And that was the day, that was the moment that I decided to never do anything that doesn't, that doesn't light my heart on fire and to live only wow. through excitement and passion. And I, ne- I never looked back. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. So I want to ask you some questions because, I mean, these are, I mean, you know, you're just magical, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the way you live your life is magical as well. The way you inspire other people is magical. Uh, you know, I can say these things. I know you quite intimately, you know, and, and vulnerably also. Um, and these are highlights to me. They're highlights about how to live. They're highlights about who you are. They're highlights about all that you do. And I absolutely want to talk about all the amazing things that you're doing today. You know, these are all the stories that build up into the man you are today and what you do today. And I know you have, you know, courses out there. You have lots of people that you're helping. You've had great transformation in your life. And, and, and you know, I know, and I want everyone to know that, that's not going to stop one day. This is just, you will continue to want to help more and more people and do more and more experiences that will just help people serve their soul and ignite their passion and live through the, that synchronistic, beautiful opportunity we have as spiritual beings. And so I'm excited about where you're going. I'm also excited about who you are today. And I want everyone to know about what you're up to and what you're doing. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about what you're up to and what you're doing and Oh, man. All the incredible things that you you share with those who you serve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm currently living in California. I, just, I know. I miss <laughs> <that>. <laughs> you know, I, I took a really bold leap of faith. Um, again, just based off of an intuition. You know, I was at mm-hmm. about two years ago. I was at a point in my life where everything I was doing, I was doing because I was good at, but I didn't feel a sense of calling. Mm-hmm. And and that gave me a wake up call because I'm like my something's missing. And when I had asked life, I'm like, well, what's my calling? I felt California for some reason. And wow. mind you, I knew nothing about California. Never thought about California. Knew nobody. Nothing. There was no reason for me to be thinking California. <laughs> wow. And but just you know, being the type of person that I am, I told myself. If in three days I still have this feeling, I'll book myself a one-way ticket. I'll let go of absolutely everything and I'll go. And that's exactly what I did. And, you know, and that's why I went into an even deeper level of living magic and experiencing the synchronicity of life. Because every step of the way was just absolutely perfect and magical when I took that leap. Incredible. And so where I'm at today... um, I want to talk about something before you continue, because I think it's very important. Because this happened to me too. So I knew I had to go and live in Arizona. This was a calling, very similar story. Um, just knowing, and you know, my whole life I heard Arizona, 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 and I went there and I ended up landing. And I think this is very important for people to understand because you know we both are mystics and we both understand how when you're doing the right thing and you're in your flow, that even where you go to find your flow embraces you and tells you like life, the places you go say you belong here. Why how things synchronize, people that show up automatically, like in such magical ways, we're like blown away by how things fall into place, you know, and how we feel. And those are indicators, right? And I, I think that it's the same for you, you know, and I want to talk about how we, how do we find, how can we tell people these are the indicators? What do they need to know, understand about how they feel, how life is showing them? What's your viewpoint on that? Oh, wow. So, um, first of all, I feel like when you dive into the unknown like that, so just mm-hmm. speak to that part first, when you dive into the unknown like that, be it Arizona or California, you yeah. have no choice but to find yourself in flow because you yeah. can't control or plan for the unknown. Right on. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so that's a very uh, important thing to, to realize. And, mm-hmm. you know, as far as like how to you know, live your magic in that way, how to walk that dance of life. One of the most mm-hmm. basic tools that I give people, um, I remember one time I had a client call, call me up and this guy was not spiritual whatsoever, like, you know, not into that stuff, but he just knew that I helped people and I helped his sister. And he's just like, he's like, bro, he's like, look, I, I'm not into the spiritual thing, but I feel like there's something you could tell me, you know? Okay. And, you know, and I shared with him 
what I call my most basic spiritual practice, yep. on, on which is how to live in flow and live a life of synchronicity. Mm. And it's simply what I call, um, the principle is, is more essence, less effort, right? Right, love and, it. And so more the essence, less effort. More essence, less effort. Less effort, all right. And the way that what this looks like is, it's actually called feel like versus have to. Mm. So I remember one morning waking up, and this is what the tool looks like. I remember this morning waking up, and just because of the momentum that I've already had built up in my life and my mind, you know, I woke up with like, okay, I, I have to do this. I have to respond to this people. I have to do this thing. I, I have to, have to, have to, have to, have to. And, and, and that's the momentum we had built up. Mm -hmm. But I took a mom moment and I stopped. I'm like, okay, that's what I have to do. But what do I feel like doing? What does my soul really feel like doing? And when I said that to myself, it was very clear that I really just wanted to get a bowl of cereal and watch an episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That, mm. that was what my soul felt like doing, which seems completely counterproductive to what I have to do, but my soul mm -hmm. knows best. So I did that thing. I watched Fresh Prince. It made me laugh. It brought joy in my body. Watched the second episode. And then, and then I asked myself the question again. I'm like, cool. Now what do I feel like doing? And I'm like, now I really don't feel like doing my work. You know, I feel like going for a walk. You know, it was a nice day in Montreal. It was sunny. So I followed that. Again, I followed that soul feeling. I went for the walk. I went against what my mind was trying to push me to do. And as I was walking, I get, just by, you know, just from being in a state of just enjoying the sun and, and gratitude and, and all that, all those good feelings that, you know, the sun gives you, it brought me to this place of inspiration where I was just like, oh, now I feel like doing what I have to do. You know, mm -hmm. I have to turned into a feel like, and it allowed me to approach my work from a space of essence, from a space of feeling like myself, okay. which allowed me to be way more effective and efficient than if I tried to push and do it. You yep. know, so, so that's a very simple way on how to live in flow is simply to follow the feel like versus have to. I love it. That's amazing and incredible tips. It's a very, very important tip for people that are starting to try to make change and find to follow try to find their synchronicity synchronicity and try to find themselves like what's their flow flow is a big word right now right yeah. and yeah. people are like what's a flow and this yeah. is a really beautiful way to find it because your insights will tell you and then you know everything becomes more effort effortless more That's essence it. more more experience of want to versus have to you know feel like versus have to very, very important. And then all of a sudden, you're exactly where you need to be. And you yes. wonder how you got there. And all of a sudden, you, the right person is bumping into you. And you wonder how that happened. And while we're Absolutely. out of the way, miracles are happening, right? Life is creating the miracles that the universe is trying to provide, because we're not worrying about it, right? Exactly. So really, that's what that's what it is. It's like, that's the yeah. feeling. You're following yeah. the rhythm. You know? And yeah. it's, yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm at a point in my life now where I would say, 95% of my life is, is, is feel like, and maybe 5% is, is the have to. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. And it takes a lot of good hard work and practice and just really wanting to be all that you are to be there, you know, yes. which is so important. And I know, I know most people in the world want to be who they are. They just forgot, you know, yes. they just forgot. We learn to compare, right? We learn to analyze. We learn to believe the things that people are telling us that are not true for us. Right. And um, you're like, you know, a trailblazer for people to not do that and to understand that, you know, you don't need to live that way to rise and shine and be who you are, you know. And so let's let's move forward a little bit to what you're up to now, because I love so you're in L.A. Your life is exploding. Uh, yes. as, right. As always, I love what you're doing. Um, I love the, the people that you're you know, serving and how much more you want to do because we, you know, we have a great time talking about those kinds of things. I want you, I want you to tell me what you really want people to know about what you're up to and where you're headed that will help them, you know, that will help them get to know, you know, the future of your life path, um, how they can, you know, connect with you, how, you know, what, what can they expect from your flow? Yeah. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Well, what I'm most interested in is providing people with the tools and the map they need mm -hmm. in order to live a life of magic. You know, yeah. so that, that's really my intention and my inspiration. You know, I, yeah. I, I really care about people 
being able to thrive through their passions and their divinity alone. And so mm. with that, you know, what I've been doing is I've been, um, you know, the whole movement that I have is called Living Magic, you know, which yes. is the opposite of living struggle. And, yes. and so what I've been doing is I've just been meeting and collaborating and uniting with um, people who I call light leaders, you know, people like yourself and, and Harun and all these great people who we have in our, mm. in our and just creating a team that can support others in their growth and elevating their consciousness and, and experiencing that life of magic and flow that does exist, that seems so, you know, that could seem so uh, impossible. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. and, and so, so what I offer, the main thing that I offer now is I offer mentoring. You know, I, I work mm -hmm. with, you know, those who are purpose-driven and spirit-driven, you know, I, yeah. empowering those who empower others, basically. And... Yeah. Um, and yeah, and just offering them, like I said, the tools and support that they need in order to live their fullest shine and and experience a life of much more ease and effortlessness. And this is where you know I have you on the team. I have mm -hmm. I have my other mentor, Oren, and it's just it's something really cool because what I haven't seen happen in the spiritual community a lot is yeah. people work together. Yes, I agree, a hundred percent. Yeah, right. And I'm seeing a lot of this, and this is where I'm I'm, I'm very excited to pioneer in this because it's like I see a lot of amazing, phenomenal healers and intuitives yeah. doing things on their own, which is great. But it's there's definitely some like ego involved, you know, and which is which is okay, which is you know which is okay. That's just the growing point. And mm -hmm. so you know that's where I'm just you know I I you know put my ego aside and I'm like, well, let me pioneer this and give people even more value and bring in my team and 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 break bread with them and share the the winnings from it. And so, so that's why now I put together a team of really awesome light leaders. So it's not just me supporting you, but you have just a badass uh, army of light behind you. Isn't that amazing? I, I agree with you, you know, and it's a great conversation for, for people to, especially who are, you know, in the field to, you know, realize like we, when you have a, co a collaboration of people living in divine energy who support each other and help each other rise, you know, the mystic mastermind experience, which, you know, we're, 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 we're doing. Yeah. Um, and then we extend that out into the world, you know, with that pure energy and that collaborative energy. Like, I don't need to be you and you don't need to be me. Actually, together, we just make it more explosive light. You know, we make, you know, we, we extend and expand. We help others, you know, launch their light, you know, launch their light. Like, that's the goal. You know, it's very touching, first of all. It's very supportive. And it's also, to me, the vision of a variety of different people, just really who have transcended into their mysticism, into the mystic and the powerful people that they were born to be, living and breathing together to help everybody else understand it's possible. Like, it's so possible to find who you are and where you're supposed to go and how you're supposed to touch your life in whatever way you're supposed to. And you don't have to be a mystic. It's just about really transcending into who you are really and absolutely supposed to be. Absolutely. You know? Right. Yeah. Add more. Yeah, that's right? it. You know, because it's like yeah. what breaks my heart is is when I see people who are, you know, like my mom once upon a time who would be working their mm -hmm. ass off and mm -hmm. getting very little in return. Yeah. You know? And it, it, it's it's heartbreaking, you know, because it's like here I am living this life of excitement and flow and more successful than a lot of my friends, and yet no one's ever seen me work a day in my life. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, and it's work, and, and work in their in their situation, the work that we call work, which is not like, exactly human definition, right? That's it, you know, because it doesn't mm -hmm. feel like work for me. You know, it, it just it just feels so fun, and so I I care about that because I see that that's still a very dominant belief that you have to push against resistance and you have to work your ass off and you have to do things you don't want to do. And maybe there's sprinkles of truth within that, sure. And there's an easier way. And there's yeah. a more exciting way, which will not only give you more flow, but will give you results way better than the ones you were working towards. Because then you're letting life intervene as well. You're allowing the universe to provide for you as well. Mm -hmm. Even from that faucet. Right. And I love this idea too that you've talked about kind of in what we've shared today you know that enlightenment is not serious it's about lightening up you know being living in your divine essence is really about enjoying the flow even if the flow is not easy or if there is pain or there is parts of 
your experience in the moment that hurt, you know, that challenge you that, you know, are trying to awaken you and life is saying it's time to be, it's time to wake up. You know, I, I, you know, this whole conversation has been absolutely wonderful and I know you're up to so much stuff like, and I know that we're, you know, going to start rocking and rolling even more to, to help people to rise and really find the presence that lives within them that they can share uh, with the world. Right. I want you to tell people how they can reach you. Like what's the best way for them to connect with you? You know, tell us, tell us how. Best way to reach me is, is definitely uh, through my website, livingmagic.life. Um, it's a website I made by myself. So don't mind the, if it looks like I, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you made it by yourself <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like you made it by myself it's because i did <laughs> um yeah that's that's the best way to reach me livingmagic.life um also through facebook and instagram i use it i'm pretty um uh what's the word i i use it, facebook and instagram a lot okay. david david lyon just type in my name l-i-o-n and what about your youtube channel i know you have a really amazing channel too Yes, thank you. Um, mm -hmm. uh, my YouTube channel is my baby. You know, my YouTube channel is the thing that blew up and got me a lot of my success. So if they want, if, if you guys want to look me up, uh, it's just type in my name, David Lyon, or you can type in Lyonism, and there's lots of street magic and street hypnosis and mind reading and spiritual wisdom and just all mm -hmm. kinds of goodies. You know, where the whole vibe is very fresh prince of spirituality. That's that's the vibe. Mm -hmm. of Absolutely, you're definitely you know um very significant to the world you know to me you're one of the shining lights that's just going to get brighter and brighter and brighter and i'm so excited to see where you're going and where you're headed and i absolutely love that you're in my life obviously as you know and i i absolutely adore where what we're going to be doing too because i think it's very very important um for the world you know and um you know if we if we close on a couple of notes couple of notes if you could you had a moment you had a second to tell thousands of people mm. something to bring a shift to their heart mm. oh that's a question um first thing i feel to say is just simply you got this you know just, just know that whoever's listening that you got this and you know and yeah, I just feel to offer my support, you know, if, if you're if you're someone who's, you know, trying to find your path and purpose and you're not even sure what you would devote yourself to or commit yourself to or or how to walk the path or, or whatever the case may be, you know, know that you have my support and Lisa's support and, you know, oh, yeah. you, you have to be willing to reach out and ask for help. You know, that's one of the things that absolutely mm -hmm. changed my life that we didn't really touch on, but it's one of the reasons why I fly I flew so far so fast is because even when I didn't know how, I always invested in mentors. I always found mm -hmm. a way to get someone smarter than me to, you know, to show me something that I, you know, that I could learn. So, you know, right. reach out for support and, and, you know, and yeah, you got this. I love it. And when you say smarter, it means what? Um, yeah, I guess I, I mean I use that word loosely, in, but it, a smarter yeah. in the sense of just like you're 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 more advanced than me in something. You know, mm -hmm. so whether you're, if, you know, when I wanted to learn hypnosis, I'm going to go learn from a master hypnotist. If I want to yeah. learn, if I want to learn um, how to live my passion, I'm going to learn from someone who's living their passion in a way that I could be like, yeah, I want to feel like that. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so it's like, I, I'm, I'm very big on being a master and a student, you know, and, and I think oh. that's really important. And I think that's the way to live. That is the way to live, to be very masterful in, in whatever area of life that we're, we're seeking truth in we're seeking transformation and we're, we're seeking the best of ourselves right that's it yeah that's yeah. it yeah. you know and I, and I would just invite people to look at you know where they know that they're holding themselves back mm -hmm. you know and to just really give into their excitement because it's a lot like the story I shared in the beginning where I was living that hamster wheel and I knew my, my life was on the other side could be on the other side of me just taking that mm -hmm. chance and there was lots at stake as far as fears and rejection but by yeah. taking the leap of faith by having the courage to live my truth my whole entire life transformed. So that's why I just invite people to look at where are you holding yourself back and what would you do if you knew it was impossible to fail? Go that yeah, way. What am I, I love it. And what am I missing? That's it. 
That's you know, it. what am I missing? And, and interesting, you know, I think it's, this is a great way to just leave people thinking, you know, what am I missing in my happiness, in my world, in my spirituality? You know, what am I not seeing? You know, what am I not seeing about this moment right here and now? Like, what is this discomfort showing me? And, exactly. and that's in whatever area of life, you know, a person is in that they have the opportunity to ask just simply, you know, and seek simply. And the results of that are, I mean, look at you, right? Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. You know, from, from pain to purpose. Yes. You know, from discomfort to comfort. You know, yes. amazing. I'm so proud of you, honestly. I, I know you know that. And um, I'm definitely, we're going to get, you know, I want us to get back on my show here and do some live uh, psychic fun time and, you know, yes. help people transform live and get the audience, you know, to participate with us. I think that would be an absolutely inspirational show, but I just really wanted everyone to meet you and to see how, you know, obviously why I love you and uh, to get to know how magical you are. And thank you so much for being here, my friend. I'm, I'm so grateful that you, you shared your, your truth and your vulnerability with everybody and especially with me as you do. And don't worry, we'll be doing this again really soon. Yes, yes, thank you so much. much. Yeah, thank you very much, Lisa. And, and uh, as a final gift, by the way, for anyone listening, um, if you go on my YouTube channel, I have a meditation called Unlock Your Magic, Unlock Your Gifts. Oh, yeah. I highly recommend it. It's completely free. I, if you just read the comments, you know, it's something that was created through pure inspiration, and it's just really good at getting you back in touch with your essence and higher self. Yeah. So get into that flow that you might be looking for. So it's called Un Unlock Your Gifts on my YouTube channel. That's Really good and very important because what a great what a great way to start the journey. Wherever you are, whatever you're looking at, and it's an incredible opportunity and way to start the journey with your beautiful inspirational energy in the video and your heart that you put into it. So thank you so much. We will see you soon again. Well, I'll talk to you soon anyway. Thank you everyone for listening and we will see you next time. Peace guys. <laughs> mm -hmm.